Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetabolicMasterpiece.com along with Brian Cron of BrianCron.com and today we're going to be talking about performing high volume workouts during a cutting phase. This is something I'm just starting a cutting phase right now and I posted on my blog yesterday in detail uh, the whole plan that I'm, uh, I'm going to be following for the next eight weeks in order to get ripped and shredded before the holiday season. And one of my strategies, uh, one of my preferences, I guess I should say, is to perform higher volume workouts during a cut. I find my body responds uh, a hell of a lot better. I can get more work done uh, than if I was to be performing uh, lower volume workouts with heavier weight. So Brian and I are going to kind of talk about the merits of both this uh, this lower volume, heavier load type training uh, compared to higher volume training, what our preferences are and why. Brian, buddy, so what are your thoughts on, because uh, we were talking before this call and, and you were saying, I mean, there's there's merits to, to both approaches. I think lately I've been seeing more discussion, a lot of people leaning towards the lower volume, heavier lifting. Why is it that, uh, what's the argument for that approach? Well, the lower volume and heavy lifting approach, like the kind of the logic behind it is, is that if you're in a calorie deficit and you're trying to lose body fat, you're not putting on uh, an appreciable amount of muscle anyway. So you might as well just focus on maintaining what you have and not you know and not dipping into your recovery reserves too too much so you do like bigger exercises for you know heavier loads and just you know certainly not you know not do gratuitous volume and just 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 enough to kind of keep keep your muscles there so to speak right um no, and that and that's certainly that there's a lot of merit to that approach, and it's like kind of the opposite of the '70s '80s way where guys would just train more and more and more on limited on limited calories, and it's like they'd be training the the, the less they eat, the more they train, kind of thing, you know, as the as the contest approached. So it's kind of it was a response to that, and certainly it can work well. Um, it can give uh, it it can even give the physique kind of a denser look definitely. um you know which uh which you know some guys when they diet down they kind of look stringy and yep. uh so there's certainly some some merit to it there but i i've done it both ways and um as I, especially now as i get a little bit older while i do like to keep a little bit of heavy loading into a dieting workout um i much prefer taking on a higher volume more of a 70s 80s approach and just you know, not that I'm not saying that high reps cut the muscle or any bullshit like that, but just saying like much more workload means I have to do usually yeah, I, can, I have to do a lot less cardio, right? And uh, even eat, I can still eat a little bit more. And just the training I find just a lot more fun. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, I, yeah. I, I'm definitely on the same page there. Uh, I think part of the argument with the the lower volume approach and just sticking with the compound lifts I means some of them are saying, well compound lifts you're going to get the most bang for your buck out of it you're working multiple muscles at the same time why bother do isolation exercises those are usually reserved for uh like the higher rep work or even moderate rep work where you're trying to get a pump in there and and focusing on hypertrophy and when you're a deficit 
hypertrophy is really not, uh, it's not your biggest focus. You're, you're, you're trying to burn fat. You're not really trying to build muscle during that time. It may be a side benefit for some people, especially earlier in their, their training years. But um, So if you know you're not going to be building muscle, why not just perform the exercises that are going to be giving you the most bang for your buck, such as like squats, deadlifts, bench pressing, and, and pull-ups, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I see, I definitely see the merit to that. And, and I include those movements in my training, but I find I can only do so much. Uh, I probably only, when I'm in a cut, maybe 10% of my workout is the heavier lifting and like the three to five rep range. And I can only do so many sets of that before I'm like, fuck, I got, I got to throw in the towel. I can't, I just don't have the, the energy within me, the fuel within me to, to keep pushing, uh, that kind of load. Uh, so I, I usually find like, I'll start off with that. And then I like to throw in some of those isolation exercises. So I, when I get to the point where I know, all right, I'm just fatigued from the squatting and, and the deadlifting. I, I, I couldn't, I don't even want to attempt another set of that for fear that, uh, my form may start to get sloppy just for my lack of energy and enthusiasm. So I'll start throwing in some, uh, some isolation exercises and get a great pump on there. And I, I feel enthused again, especially when you're, you're cutting. So you're already starting to see a little bit more detail and you start doing some leg extensions and you see the cuts in the thighs. And, uh, like you said, those, the leg extensions aren't building deeper cuts in the thighs, but you get to see it. You get to start seeing those details popping out and you're, and you're cutting and it's, it's great to see a bit of a pump at the same time. So I think it just, it, the higher volume workouts where I'm including isolation exercises later on in the workout, um, it just, uh, it, it's, it's a mental boost for me, uh, more than anything. Yeah. And it's, it's still burning freaking calories. It may not be burning as many calories as the compound movements, but it's, it's extending my workout. So I'm doing more work during that time. And, and yeah. that's less time than I have to spend doing cardio or anything like that. Yeah, and absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. And, and I just, I'm a big believer in training at kind of a quicker pace, especially if you're trying to get lean. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you're sticking to low reps with you know bigger movements, that's just simply not possible. Well it's, well, it's possible, but it just won't be effective. So, um, yeah, that's another reason I, I tend to prefer like a higher volume, a little bit more, like not circuit training type shit, but just, you know, more volume of, you know, short rest intervals, getting a really good pump, moving, keeping moving, going, yeah. going. Yeah, that's where I love, and, I love stuff like drop sets and, and uh, yeah. or my favorite, Maya reps and things like that. Because it's lighter loads that I can really crank out a lot in a short period of time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I mean, it, again, having said that, I mean both approaches certainly work. So I just, um, yeah, I just I notice that for me, if I'm walking into a gym and I haven't eaten much food and I've, you know my energy reserves are kind of at an all time low, if I'm given the choice of like a, a really kind of a, a fast paced, you know, higher volume, you know, lots of variety workout. And some grudging, like, you know, eight sets of three deadlifts. Like, I, I just, <laughs> I know what I'm going to choose. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. And I, I definitely notice, especially during a cut, if I'm just focused on the bigger compound movements, a, a lot of times you'll see people focus on full body workouts when they're doing something like that during a cut. And I, if I'm hitting 
each body part um, more frequently throughout the week, uh, I just I find it's very tough for me to do cardio, especially if I'm hitting legs like two, three times a week during a cutting phase. It's it's a challenge for me to to do any kind of cardio that involves my legs. It just it takes longer for them to recover. So when I'm doing a body part split routine, I find that. Yeah, I mean, the next day I may experience a little bit of DOMS and maybe even the day later. Um, during those times, I can do some upper body um, cardio movements, whether it's battle ropes or skipping or rowing or something like that. And then my legs start to recover and then I'll start to do some sort of cardio that involves my legs while I'm doing my upper body workout type stuff. So it just, I, I find with my recovery, when I want to include some cardio during my cut, uh, I find that the body part split allows me to work in cardio a little bit better. At, uh, at least that's been my experience so far. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And when you're when you're doing the body part splits, you're you're in the gym more often uh, to cover each of those, so you're getting more work done in there. So you really have you don't have to do as much cardio. I find as when you're doing the the full body workouts with just focusing on the compound movements i think when you're just doing that you're definitely gonna have to find a way to to work in some cardio in there because you're just not you're just not getting the the overall caloric burn that you would from the higher volume workouts yeah exactly and it's the you know it's it's been backed by 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 studies that like it's the excessive cardio that's what really kind of runs yeah you know your ability to retain muscle into the ground so Mm -hmm. You know, like certainly, like that, like a little bit of cardio goes a long way. But if you kind of paint yourself in a corner, either through your training or your or your diet or simply your your timetable, where you have to do an excessive amount of cardio, that's the most likely scenario where you, you're going to lose a lot of your hard earned gains. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I still um, like even if Adam's listening to this podcast here, he's probably gonna to kill me but uh because he was he was even questioning i think it was last week should i start doing cardio twice a day right now i'm like holy shit you're already doing it every day which is too much i've been telling you (laughs) you want to do it uh, twice a day it's uh uh it's just there's still a lot of people with that mindset as they're cutting and and it's like as they get closer and closer to their goal they're bumping up the cardio more and more when really that i think that's when you should be dialing it back you're 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 depleting your you're already have minimal fat stores there um you gotta be careful not to if you're still trying to lose the same amount of weight each and every week chances are it's going to be more likely to to come from some some muscle tissue um the leaner you get if you're being more and more aggressive as you're going along i my preference as i'm going through a cut is to get less aggressive uh as yeah. I get towards my goal and uh, i'll be more aggressive in the beginning the more fat stores that i have uh but as i as i get closer to that goal I, I start to taper off a little bit more and and make my the the fat loss a little bit slower process at the end yeah that, and that's oh that's if you, if, if you have the discipline and, and the ability to plan to set yourself up in a way like that that you can kind of you know reach your kind of peak leanness or or you know upwards of a month before and then just kind of quote unquote grow into your, 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 that last month. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, like that's absolutely ideal. I think I that's mean, the ultimate. It, it, it really is. And, and, but yeah, most people don't give themselves <laughs> that, that chance. Sure. It, it does take plenty. You got to be ready ahead of time to, 
to commit yeah. to that. But it, it's a much better overall experience, um, without a doubt, when you don't feel that that pressure. Most people are putting it off till the last minute, and they're like, holy crap, i got to cram in six weeks of progress and into two weeks here at the end. So let's bump everything up and, and really crush it. It's not, you, you got to give yourself the time to achieve that goal. Oh man. Story of my life, man. Story of my life. <laughs> like, oh, I, only, I only need eight weeks of this shit. And all of a sudden it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. I'm joining Adam on the, on the, on the treadmill twice a day. That's, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I, I guess I'm, I'm learning a lot from other people who are, are extending yeah. their cuts and really, uh, they, they kind of look at, all right, what will it really, what will it take me to, to achieve this goal? And it's going to be, say it's going to take eight weeks to achieve their goal. Well, you know, based on like life situations and stuff that comes up, it's probably going to set me back another four weeks. So instead of eight weeks, I'm going to, I'm going to spread this out over, over 12 weeks to really give yourself enough time to get there. But I, I really like being damn close to my target goal four weeks ahead of time and then really be able to kind of not coast. You're not coasting into it, but you don't have to be as aggressive towards the end. And it's interesting too, though. Like, um, you know, obviously, you talk to any any dude who's dieted for a contest, and especially those last few weeks, and he's doing his cardio, and he's like, "Oh God, I hate this. I, you know, my legs are sore all the time. Cardio sucks. I feel like such a zombie. It's sucking the life out of me." Well, yeah, when you're doing a lot of it, like on, on really limited calories, it's a life sucking endeavor. But one thing, uh, one thing I've, I've kind of experienced myself the last year or so is when you're doing when you embark on even a kind of aggressive cardio regime into your workout plan, but you're on full calories, like you're not dieting by any stretch, you're eating really, really well, you have, you know, minimal stress, it's a much more pleasant experience. Like right. it's uh, even like the dreaded steady state cardio, it's, I'm not going to say it's fun, but it feels good. Yes. You know, I, so. I agree. And I actually, Rick and I were talking about that today. Uh, at the end of our workout and I, I, I've been feeling on top of the world. I'm just starting this cut right now, but I've started including cardio into my training for the past few weeks. So even at the end of my muscle building phase there, I, I was starting to include it in there and it, it feels really good and it is an enjoyable experience. Actually is, uh, man, I was almost getting flashbacks of when I was back training in my parents' basement um, I had Rage Against the Machine going on. I was doing battle ropes and skipping, and it just—I was in the freaking zone and just felt awesome. And I'm like, man, I have energy. It just felt good to push it. But a yeah, big difference when you have fat stores in your body still, and and um, you're consuming a few more calories. It, it's that's a huge difference, even at the beginning of a cut. When you start cutting your, your calories, you still have more energy. Your body's still able to feed off some of the fat stores in your body. With, with it's if, Once you start running out of the fuel that you consume for the day. Whereas when you're like those final weeks of a cut and you're on low calories and there's nothing for your body to dip into, you're in big trouble for sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. So that's, yeah, man. So I guess to wrap this bad boy up, don't you don't have to do anything. Right. What you're like to get into shape. You can do it on a low volume, kind of heavy load approach and just compensate with more cardio and as a tighter diet. Or you can do the seventies, eighties way and kind of blast your way through it that way. Um both both certainly work. Um you're gonna find haters of <laughs> haters and lovers of both. So Yeah, yeah. And it really 
a lot of times when I look at the whole big picture, we're a lot similar, more similar than we are different. I, I see a lot of these people who who take that. Oh, I'm I'm in a cutting phase. And I'm going to do the the full body compound movements three days a week, and uh, I'll add in some cardio there. But I'm also going to have days where I'm going to do some accessory work and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, so you're basically doing very similar to what I'm doing. I'm just splitting things up and. I'll do do the heavy stuff at the beginning of the workout, and then start throwing in some some uh, the isolation their accessory <laughs> exercises uh, throughout the rest of the workout. So it's it ends up being a lot more similar than uh, than people sometimes realize it is. Exactly. All right, man. Uh, I hope people pulled out some uh, a few little golden nuggets from that. Just kind of sharing our experiences during a cut and and kind of how our body responds to it and that's really what this is all about just sharing our experiences and um, hope you enjoyed it we will catch you next time for another topic and uh, another fun bro fest between two meatheads (laughs) (laughs) sad but true yeah (laughs) all right man have a great day yeah you too